Yeah, you let me know when we're good, dude. When we're good? Oh, man, when we're fucking live. Oh. Well, we're live. We're live, alright. I'm too nervous, dude. I can't... I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds about all right, right. I'm I'm Frosty, your Reslar. This is the value pack. Let's get started right with the comments. Just jump right the fuck in. Oh my god, did you just make a goddamn That uh, was an intro, dude. That was so official. That was such a like PewDiePie like uh PewDiePie Philip DeFranco show. Like let's just oh, jump right god. into it. <laughs> All right, my bad. You're right. Let's use a different word for than jump. No, right, I cut, like it. I and like it. We're action. Here we go. <laughs> I'm Frosty. This is Reslar, and let's launch into the discussion. <laughs> launch into the discussion. <laughs> I can't believe Keck said fucking cheese grater. Oh my oh, god. Dude, we could do we could do NPR intro. I'm Frosty, and this is Reslar. Let's get right into it. Oh no, that's disturbing. That won't work. Uh, you know what? I liked I liked the the whatever one. I'm just lying. We're moving on. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the value pack, guys. Uh, this is episode six, I think. Uh, before we Whoa. go any further, is, what? is it six? I think pretty, it's five. I'm pretty sure it's six. It's definitely six. I'm staring at number five right now. I have it pulled up on my screen. Ah, oh, dude, you did one without me. What? <laughs> Uh, All right, go on. Before we go any further, this is going up on YouTube only because nobody told me where they want this shit. I don't know where anybody wants it, so I can't upload it to places. If I'm not gonna upload it places, if uh, I don't know where you guys want it, so yeah, if you that's guys, on me. If you guys uh, want this stuff in any specific places, let me know and I'll look into it. But if nobody tells me where they want the audio uploaded, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I can't, I'm not just going to go posting it everywhere. That's a lot of time out of my day of lazing around and grinding manchwams. So, no, I got this. I have a, uh, I got to find it, but there's an RSS feed thing where you can place it and it'll put it up in places like iTunes and Pocket Cast and Google Music for podcasts and that sort of stuff. It'll put it kind of everywhere for us. Do we want it everywhere? Yeah, hell yeah. I know I do. I'd rather download it on a pocket cast app or something huh? and then people can subscribe to it too so they get a notification when it's up and it just downloads automatically or saves it fair enough oh yeah that's the other thing um this is going up really late like days late and that's because we decided to change our schedule so uh we used to upload these on wednesday mornings i used to put them up right before i left to go to work and or school um, but now we're going to be recording these on Sundays, maybe Saturdays, probably almost always Sundays. And I'm going to be uploading them Monday mornings. Well, why? Because there's a lot of content on Wednesday mornings. That's like patch day, a bunch of new stuff going on. And we're just kind of being like thrown in with the rest of it. And there's a huge void of content on Mondays. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing Mondays now, and hopefully you guys don't mind that. So, that's happening now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Okay, it sounded like you were going to say something, and then you just... Nope, I was just going to say, mm-hmm. That's exactly it. we got to jump onto the, the head of the news cycle, jump dude. Right we got to be cutting edge. We're 
We're the breaking news. We got to be the Monday morning breaking news. Dude. Wait, we're news now? Since when? Yeah, dude. We're like CNN, dude, but for BDO. I don't think we are, but okay. Wait. Wait, we're like Fox News. Oh, no. Wait. We're like ESPN. Uh, no. What do we like, man? We're a news. We're the, the onion. The onion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if I could choose to be like any trustworthy news organization. It would be the onion. So we're going to be getting into comments here first. I got them pulled up on my other monitor. Uh, I'm probably about to get knocked down a lot by mobs because that tends to be what happens when I start trying to read shit on my other monitor. Um, so starting with Reddit comments first. Uh, shorter than... What the hell does that say? Shorter than your average. I think it says... He says hex heart. That's it. Just hex with a All heart. Right. Well, All right. Heart you too, buddy. The next comment is from Foxen Little Little Little. What is it again? I forget. Little dancing man. Yeah, little dancing man. That's it. Um. Oh yeah, this is his comment where he explains. Little dancing man, Frosty got it. It's an episode episode of Tim and Eric. Reslar been butchering my name since TBOs. Feels Bloodles man. Also, the world is not a Disney movie. Reslar is going to be the inspirational message I put on my work email signature. I'm happy it appears that they are making balance passes again, but I get where y'all are coming from and preferring they did it more incrementally. Ninjas needed to be taken down a peg, but we shouldn't gut classes and call it balance. Nevertheless, glad some balance attempts are being made. Yeah, I agree. Better something than nothing, even if it is too fast. Apparently, I have never said his name correctly in our entire, yeah. like, like two years together. One and a half, two years together, however long it's been. Feels bad. I think the, the official pronunciation is Bloodles of his character name or whatever. Is it Bloodles? I thought it was Bloodles. It's got to be Bloodles. Oh, no. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Uh, and then XY007, which is M, if you didn't know. He did his copy pasta. Um, I don't know if I want to read it. Should I read it? Mm. No, not it. Well, give it. Give me the gist. Uh, there is no gist. the The gist is this. Well, in my humble opinion, of course, without offending anyone who thinks differently from my point of view, but also by looking at this matter in a different way, and without fighting, and by trying to make it clear, and by considering each and every one's opinion, I honestly believe that I completely forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. And you commented on that, saying you couldn't agree more, by the way. I actually do agree with that. <laughs> Next comment is from uh, Amy Amy. I think that's how you say it. Um, Amy, Amy Amy. I don't know how else to say that. It's going to be Amy Amy. I'm terrible at pronouncing names. <laughs> Amy Amy123 says, Thank you for doing these podcasts. You make my commute to and from work less boring. Commute. Commute. What, what, how, how is that word said? Commute. Commute? You know, drive to and from work. Yeah, you commute. Uh, I don't. I have never used that word probably in my entire life. Well, you need to get a driver's license. I do have one. I just call it the drive. The drive to work. Oh, okay. You just drive to work. I guess you don't always 
drive. I guess sometimes you maybe you take a bus or a train or like the subway or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the kind words. Yeah, thanks for the That's... kind words. And then Lunar Frosted, last comment, says, keep these podcasts coming. You got it. <laughs> Aim to please. Uh, so that's it for the Reddit comments. Moving on to the uh, YouTube comments. Uh, JG says, Frosty's good at talking about balance. I agree with you about Striker and Mystic. And I'm pretty sure... It says Damn edited. Straight. It says edited. What I'm like 99% sure that comment read originally was something along the lines of Frosty knows how to talk about Striker and Mystic balance and like uh, Reslar gets too emotional or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> oh no, he got caught? I'm Did pretty sure it, it said oh, something like no. that. I didn't well, think... you should have left it, man. I agree with you. I didn't think he'd go back and edit it, so I guess I should have. Uh, I should have screenshotted. It feels bad. Hey, listen, man. If I'm emotional about something, it means I care. That's all I'm gonna say. I won't. End I'm not... of the day, Reslar only wants the class he plays to be good, and everyone else to be shitters. Dude, my class is fine. <laughs> Like, you could nerf my class in certain aspects that people find annoying, and it, I would still say it's fine. Um, next uh, comment is from... I don't know if that's Rhino or Reno. It's probably Reno. And now that I said that, it's probably Rhino. I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore. Next comment's from Reno. <laughs> He says, solid podcast, love it so far. I'm not sure how I feel about the Void Lightning change for Tamer. Yes, we lose the Frontal Guard, which you can use to block damage, but for large scale or group fights, if you want to go in and drop the trap, sometimes you just get CC'd right as you use it because you get attacked in the back. It's going to be easier to use for large scale, but maybe a bit worse for 1v1, but you can still cancel it fast with iframe, another super armor, or an, uh, a super armor... AoE stun. All the other changes I'm very happy with. Going to be interesting to see the change to the pull jump. You can already cancel the landing animation with a few other skills. So I wonder what they mean. Being able to use it from main hand is going to be sick though. I hope you don't have to lock tree climb to be able to use moonlight from main hand as you can hotkey moonlight. Right, I'm going to address all that real quick. So the void lightning thing after messing with it for a few days I think is overall better because with the cancels it's so fast anyway I I think it just it allows you to chain skills together way way smoother without getting CC because it's super armor so overall I actually do think that one's good I think the being able to use down F the pull vault in pre-awakening is nice just nice little like quality of life kind of thing um, and you get to use skills immediately after you land, like, way quicker. It actually, to me, was noticeably different. Um, and then lastly, what was the last thing he said? Uh... Oh, the tree climb. Yeah, unfortunately, you do have to lock tree climb to use moonlight, but um, I think you can hotbar moonlight, which is kind of an odd one to hotbar, because most people, I think, are used to 4 F. so... In my opinion, they need to let you use tree climb on the hotbar. That would be nice. And then you can lock tree climb, have it on your hotbar, and use that instead. But yeah, I agree. So forward after as large as like tree climb is like a slow moving iframe. 
that Tamer has, and it's a pre-awakened skill, and Moonlight is an awakening like forward dash that has super armor. So it would be nice, now they kind of share the same hotkey, and you're able to use Moonlight pre-awakening with forward F, unless tree climb is unlocked, then you can't. But both of those skills are used, so it's you have to lock one or the other. So yeah, hopefully they let you use tree climb on, on the hotbar, and that would kind of fix that, I think. Feels bad. Also, I just realized that that was not Mr. Thorson, so we have another tamer now in the comments. There's two tamers in the comments. I didn't know there was oh, that many no. tamers in the game. Oh, we're a tamer podcast, dude. Dude, we're a tamer podcast, apparently. I don't know what's going on. Um, speaking of Mr. Thorson, he's the very next comment. It says, cheers for another hour and a half of being entertained at Histria. And yes, I'm happy Tamer made the patch notes this week. And no forward guard to super armor on Void is a nerf. Our kit right now is lacking forward guards. You get melted in super armor. Yeah, I, I think like you're just, it's such a short animation if you cancel it properly that I think it's still better, especially if there's more than one person around. All That's right. how I feel about it. I mean, some may disagree because it does straight block damage with forward guard, but in a 1v1, it's a slight nerf for people who are really, really, really good and a buff for everybody else and in every other type of situation. All right. Next comment is from Lee. He says, I'm gay for this podcast. That's all we ask. <laughs> Next comment and the last comment is from Lost Souls. He says, Ninja Master Race. <laughs> Not yep. anymore, buddy. Not, I'm just kidding. Not anymore, unfortunately. So No, nah, they're still so good. That's going to be it for the comments. Make sure you guys leave a comment on the Reddit post or the uh, YouTube video. We can have a discussion about, I mean, whatever. Uh, we reply to every comment every time. So, even ones that are uh, our Discord admin post trolling yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, even ones that are from M. Sadly. I wonder if he knows that I knew that was him. Like, M, your picture is in the Discord sidebar. I know that's your username. Yeah, he's probably going to be like, Why'd you say my name? He, like, he uses that same... You know what picture I'm talking about, right? The one that he posts yeah, like, everywhere. Of his DK? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's in the side. He submitted it as like the competition thing or whatever that they had a while back. So you see his picture pop up, and I'm like, wait, that's him. And then his Reddit name's like XY001 or whatever it is. I'm like, what the heck is that username? Everything else is taken, dude. Apparently, Embraer was taken... Terra was taken, Panera was taken. Panera Bread was taken, <laughs> Panera the, M was taken. <laughs> All those other things that, you know, whatever his characters are named that he was posting in Discord earlier this morning, I, I wasn't yeah. paying attention. Um, um, as for the Reddit and YouTube, yeah, like, upvote, I, I hate to spam this, but upvote it so it moves up and more people see it, and we'll get more comments and more interactions. Yikes, so. dude, is that vote It'll manipulation? Yeah, just upvote it. I know it sucks, and most people will downvote it, which is actually funny. So downvote it if you want to be funny, but upvote it if you want more people to see it. Yikes, dude. Vote manipulation, someone call Bliss. Uh-oh. <laughs> Alright, so we got three things to talk about. 
This might be a shorter podcast, by the way, because we got three things to talk about, and normally I think we have four to five, and I think also these three things aren't very. Uh, I think we're gonna get stuck in long conversation about some of these. I don't think we are. I really don't think we are. I think a lot of I this do. is fairly cut and dry, but eh, maybe you disagree. That means you're wrong. <laughs> Standard. All right. What's the first thing we're talking about? All right, first thing we're talking about. Let's talk about PV grind spots. So kind of what made me think about this, uh, Korea got a change that went through and nerfed and or buffed a lot of the scroll drop rates in Valencia. Um, let me scroll to the list. Okay. So the ones that were changed, uh, the written pages for you know memory fragments. Um, but the ones that were changed were Bastion based, Nagas, uh, Fogans, Crescent Shrine, Gahas, Kadri Rune, Centaurus, Soul for Mine, Aquaman, and History. And I think I it's just a theory. I'm not 100% sure, but I, I really believe that they changed this because of the new marketplace. Because in the new marketplace in Korea right now, scrolls are dropping or selling for between 3 and 4 mil. So at History of Ruins, when you get like 15 scrolls in an hour <laughs> like just the scrolls are 45 mil so uh, I think that's why they changed these but um, so that's kind of what sparked the idea so I wanted to ask you with our current thing because who knows when we're going to get that new market how these affect us if it would change your mind and grinding in some of these spots but also like what we could do to make some of the less popular grind spots more popular so well, so um, what you do is you increase the uh, Narc Earring drop by at least triple. Why? Because Manchfarms isn't good enough. Dude, Manchfarms is so good. Alright, so Bash and Base <laughs> increased scroll drop by 20%. Naga's increased by 200%. Which I think is interesting because um, right now its main drop is Armor Stones and Serpnex. Wait, Bash and Base 20% is kind of lame i think that's like super lame yeah like bastion it drops so few already like 20 percent is nothing well i think the thing is though bastion to me anyway has always felt like the place to go for just straight exp at like level 56 to like level 58 to 59 ish that kind of area um yeah. like the mobs actually it would. It appears to me, anyway, that like the packs at Bashams, uh, or Bashams, whatever, um, they give a lot more EXP than like a pack of like Nagas or Fogans. Maybe that's placebo. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But that's what it has always felt like to me. So the fact that they don't have as good drops as the other places has always kind of made sense in my mind. Because yeah. to me, it's like if you want drops, you go to like Nagas or Fogans or something. If you want EXP, no. you go to Bashams. No, I agree. And I, I do think you're right about the packs. Like individually, I think the mobs give less, but the packs are pretty big there. So it's like, especially if you have movement or big AoEs, it's ridiculous EXP. But yeah, I, I guess I'm cool with that. I just. I, I still like the idea of having more options. They added elites, and I I actually haven't grinded there enough while the elites have been there to know if they even drop scrolls regularly. Maybe they do. So maybe 20% is a lot, but I don't know. It's just the trash loot isn't worth anything at all. It's lame. Anyway, uh, Desert Nagas, 200% increase in scroll drop rate. Nagas is already pretty low, so that'll be kind of nice. 
Yeah, but Nagas um, is also, like, that's a weird change to me, because Nagas is already so popular. Yeah, that's, that's, I agree. I had the same thought when I read it. I was like, wait a minute. This place is so popular already, why? Like, I know they're, like, it doesn't have a huge, like, skull rate, especially compared to, like, Gahaz, or, like, I've heard Fogans is also, like, really good for scrolls. I haven't grinded there myself a lot, but... Um, I have grinded a lot at Nagas, and you don't get a lot of scrolls there, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know, like, that's probably the second most popular place to grind in all of Valencia, behind Gahaz. Like, honestly. Yeah. I don't know, though, that the change will increase or decrease the amount of people there, outside of the first week. Just because I think people go there because it's solid and it's super close. It's just super, it's the most convenient place to grind right. for the major town right next to you. But yeah. Um, so Fogan, speaking of Fogans, they got a 10% decrease makes in their sense. drop rate. Which would make sense if scrolls are selling for a shitload on the new marketplace. On our server, it's kind of mad, but 10% is super, that's not that much. Yeah, it's Crescent kind of Shrine. Yeah, Crescent Shrine, which is super contested on every single channel all the time, got a decreased drop rate. And then Gahas, same thing, super contested on every channel at all times of the day, decreased drop rate by 20%. Um, the interesting one is Kadri Ruins, increased drop rate by 350%. Yeah. And that one's insane, because I actually think the scroll drop rate there is already pretty good. Really? I don't think so. With the elites and everything, like if you have the main rotation with three or four elites on it, I feel like I already get like four or five scrolls an hour plus all the random crap you get there. No. You must have some crazy RNG, dude. That place feels like Nagas to me. Like one, maybe two scrolls an hour, like if you're lucky. Even with the elite? Yeah. You're crazy. Well, now, <laughs> also, the now, elites, now that you can the build... elites take forever to kill, man. They're like they're a pain in the oh. ass. You just need to gear up. Go grind Nagas. Uh, well, that's fair. I haven't been to Kadri's since I was like 240. Yeah. Have you been to Kadri's at 261? I have not. So that's that's a fair <laughs> criticism. Um. Because why yeah, would you the, grind Kadri's at 261? Dude, well, ever, ever since they made it so you can melt the Kadri rings into Jonas fragments, I actually think it's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, because every four Kadri rings, uh, well, roughly four, is a Bassy belt. And you get the pieces plus the Kadri ring straight drop. Right. And you get a ton of weapons there to to extract black stones out of. I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. Uh, it might still suck, but right now it still does feel like it sucks, even with the Jonas fragment change. Or fail I just stacks. Think... You can extract fail stacks. <laughs> yeah, or fail stacks. Coming soon. Uh, Centaurus, 20% increased drop rate in scrolls, which I think is crazy, because Centaurus is already popular. Is it? Yeah, Centaurus is popular because of the crystals. It drops so many crystals. Already, yeah. And the the belt the belt price went up since you can melt that for Jonas fragments too. In this fucking guild, the only two things that I know for certain are popular: Miramok and Anthem. Miramok and Anthem. All right, sulfur mines, dude. Fifty percent increase. 
That's I'm never leaving again. <laughs> Dude, Sulfur Mines needs a rare drop that matters. Why? Yeah, this is like one of the things I want to talk about. So like Sulfur Mines and Pilaku both drop Sisselnex and no one goes to Sulfur Mines or Pilaku because they both drop Sulfur or uh Sisselnex. Why do they drop Sisselnex? Why do both of them drop Sisselnex? Only one should, not both. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't really get it. Like, the map is so rare, most people don't go there for that. Do you grind the map? Do you want the map? No, Knockers did. He got the map, and then he quit the game. <laughs> he got the map and quit the game! That's what Sulfur Mines does to people. <laughs> uh, Yeah, it's. I just feel like it's not worth it, even for the map. Especially now that you can't use the map with trade goods. Not that I did that ever. Mm -hmm. But... Um, I don't know, man. I, I think that they need to remove the Sissel Neck from Sulfur Mines and add... Ogre Rings. Uh, Ogre Rings, or Layton's Power Stone. Would be sick. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what you do to that fucking spot. It's so out in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's such a pain to get to for such, like, a terrible grind spot. Like, actually worse than Basham's. Like, somehow it manages to be worse than Basham's. I don't know how. Um, yeah. It's dog shit EXP, too. Even with is. the Marnie stuff. Yeah. It's bad. It's really bad. I don't know. Maybe, honestly, what I think that they should have done, because I grinded Sulfur for a while, because I was like, there must be something to this place, because it's, like, way out here, right? No, there's nothing in that place. What they need to do is... I thought that this would work thematically. So, like, they're all, like, sulfur monsters, right? Or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. They should say that, like, they stole jewelry from Valencia. And, like, that's where they hang out, right? So you're going into their hideout. You're killing all the sulfur monsters. And the sulfur monsters have a chance of dropping, like, literally, like, almost every accessory in the game. Like, uh, really, really small chance, but a chance nonetheless of dropping literally every accessory from, like, cadre rings to, like, you know, tree spirit belts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what, so it's like, it's kind of like playing the lottery a little bit, right? Like, you go there, you grind, you see what kind of drops you get. Maybe you get lucky and get, like, a a basilisk or an ogre or something and since um although it happens very rarely since like you can drop enhanced accessories now like maybe you even get lucky and you get like a duo ogre or some shit from fucking sulfur mines right um but then you might get unlucky right you may get like a shrine guardian token or a mark of shadow and like it would basically be like a literal like lottery place right like right. a lottery grind spot that's what i thought that they should do that would make it like a unique and interesting place that like might still be worth it based on how fast you can kill them and how lucky you are how good is your rng you know what i mean yeah i don't know that was something i thought they could do that would be interesting cool and uh like really different from all the other spots in the game yeah i like that idea That'd be kind of cool. I mean, it would be really depressing if you're grinding there for like four hours and the only drop you get is a cadre ring. I mean, it's no different from grinding four hours at Crescent and getting nothing but soils. Like, it's still depressing. 
That's that's true. Like people Wait, wouldn't though thematically wouldn't it fit better at bandits since they're called bandits and they stole all the accessories in the game? Uh like Gahaz? Yeah. But Gahaz is already so good. I know, it is so good. Like, it's one well, of the best I, grind spots in the game. You don't, like, I don't know. Yeah. Also, the only think, town near it is Shakatu. You're telling me they're rocking Banas jewelry in Shakatu? Dude, it's a place for the rich. You've seen <laughs> how much the guild house costs. Yikes. They freaking gouge you over there, dude. Um. Yeah, that would, that would be really cool. I like that idea. I also wish they would change... Like, Serapnek would go up in value, I think, a little bit, and it would feel better if it only dropped at Fogans and Nagas. The Elite Cadre should drop, either have like a really high Cadre ring drop rate or drop just a better accessory. And the same thing at Gauze, like, it makes no sense they dropped Serapnek's there. The Elite, it should just be something like, since they're so rare from the Elites anyway, it might as well be an Ogre Ring or a Leighton or something. I don't know. I didn't even know Serapnek was a drop of Gauze. Yeah, Gauze and Kadri, the leads drop Serapnek. Oh, uh, well. Never knew. Yeah. Um, Alright, so the last two on the list are Aukman. Decrease the drop rate by 15%, which I think will make sense because the scroll drop rate is really high. And then History of Ruins decrease the drop rate by 30%, which the drop rate is ridiculously high there, so that that totally makes sense, especially with the new market. But the two Valencia areas they left out are actually three: are Pilaku, no drop change there. Uh, Wargans, you know everyone's favorite grind spot, oh, Desert yeah. Wargans, and freaking Basilisk Den, dude. Why do they hate Basilisk Den so much? I don't understand why Basilisk Den has to be so horrible. Um, well, because it drops the, like, one of the best builds in the game, right? Same reason, like, Ogres is really bad. Like, Crescents is also, like, not super good. Is it one of the best belts in the game, though? Yeah, but Crescents is way more consistent than Bassiden. Because you actually get a, a decent number of scrolls, you kill a ton of mobs, you get decent EXP. Like, Bassiden, you get nothing, and the belt's super, super rare. Like, they need to change... I think they... I legitimately think they need to change Bassies. Like, it even sucks on our show with a loot scroll. Yeah, I mean, I I think Bassies deserves a buff. Um, the mobs are really tanky. They're really spread out. Uh, it's just kind of a pain in the ass to, like, deal with. Um, yeah, I don't know. Waregons, though, man. That's the big one. That's the big one, dude. That's they have the elites there, too. Wait, you know what the elites actually? drop? Yeah, they have elites there and they don't drop anything. What? They have no rare drop. They're like bash and base, but way less dense and I think less EXP. I'm pretty sure they're harder to kill too. They might be, yeah. Uh... That place I is mean, weird. They, like, visually they look cool and the area looks nice, but without any mobs there it's kind of stupid. Why does that place um, even exist? Like, what is... I don't know. It's so strange. They even acknowledged it sucked. Do you remember back in the day they used to have the Worgen's guild quests and they just yeah, removed Yeah, they removed it. <laughs> yeah, instead of buffing the place, they just removed the guild quest entirely. Like, yeah, because pe when people would get Worgen's uh, guild quest, they'd just be like, ah, dropping it in 10 minutes. We'll look for another one, guys. 
Yeah. Um, so this brings me to my follow-up question. If there is a place in the game for you, like maybe one or two places, or places that you feel like are cool places to grind, yeah. except you get nothing, so you don't go, what are those places? What would you do to change them? Soul for Mines. So for Soul for Mines. Well, but Valencia is already so popular. What about like outside it of It should Valencia? be popular. It's... Okay, here's my issue with everybody complaining about Valencia is so popular, this, that, and the other. It was literally designed to be the place to go from 55 up. Like, you want to know why it's so popular and Medaya is so shit? Because Medaya was literally designed for 50 to 55 content. That's why nobody goes there anymore, is save the stray dog in Saucens. Like, it's, it right. was designed for those levels. Valencia was designed for, like, the 56 to 60 when you have your Awakening. That's why it's so popular. Now they came out with Camo, which is a little bit more diverse. They have, you know, different spots at different levels because they figured out, oh, we can't just keep releasing new areas and, like, making them, you know, harder and harder and harder mobs. We actually need to diversify a little bit. So that's what they started doing with camo with the uh, the Fadus, right? The Fadus are like a Madaya mob, basically. And then you have Dragon, which is like, you know, arguably the most diverse. Because you basically have like rogues on one side. And then you have like damn near Aquaman or Histria mobs on the other side for, you know, a couple hours a day. Um... So, yeah, Valencia is popular because it was designed to be. It was designed to be for the content, or where the content was for the levels that people are currently at. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I it, mean, compared to, I agree with, like, the Medai and Calfan. Like, I get it. Those are low-level areas. But Dregan and Kama came out way after, and they're not even remotely close I know. to as popular as Valencia. Uh, are they though, dude? I mean, look at dude, how popular bandits. Manstroms and trees, dude, are both insanely popular. Gyphon used to be like the place to grind. Now it's kind of died off a little bit uh, after it got uh, a little bit of nerfs, I believe, at one point. Didn't it? Didn't they nerf it a little bit at one point? No, I think they just made. I think the problem with Gyphon is that Miramok is such good money, and EXP just got way easier to get now. Uh, maybe, but. So, like, you had Gyphon, Trees, and Manstroms, like, really, all really popular places. And then, like, Dragon, yeah, Dragon's, like, kind of shit, but, I mean, it's them experimenting with, like, the lower-end spots, right? You got the, the, um, Swamp Ruins area, which is essentially, like, um, uh, what would that be the equivalent to? It's almost like, um, Treants, almost. Maybe it's a little bit tankier than yeah. Treants, actually. But it, it feels like Treants to me, anyway, when I was grinding there for a while during the quest. Uh, the quest line. And then you had the um, the Cagtums, which is, like, to me, felt kind of like bandits. So they were kind of going on the lower end. And then you had the Sherikan uh, mercenaries, or whatever the fuck they're called. I don't remember. And, like, the base mobs felt kind of similar in terms of tankiness to... Uh, like Mantroms, like the the big guys, but then the nighttime mobs get like insanely tankier. So they're they're just kind of trying to like broaden like way more. Does that uh, does that make sense? Like they were trying. No, to... it makes sense. I I get it, but like outside of Necropolis, which I I like Necropolis, though most people hate it. 
the other two spots are kind of. I mean, you just can't really grind there. Well, not at even level as like 62 a low level with two hundred and seventy AP. Well, no, but even if you're low level, why wouldn't you just go to bandits? It's more consistent because money, easier mobs to kill, and you get scrolls. Because bandits is more contested. Also, bandits doesn't drop the ring. You got that ring drop in Shira Ruins or whatever it's called. I don't know. I spent a lot of time in Shira Ruins. I'm not sure that place drops the ring either. <laughs> I definitely think, like, that's one thing that I, I've thought for, like, a while now. Like, why don't they, for, like, the shittier accessories, why don't they buff the drop rates on those? So, like, they always talk about wanting new players to, like, catch up faster and, like, all this, that, and the other. Like, buff the lower-end grind spots, like the rare drops, so that, you know, lower-geared players can get... Like, no high-geared player is going to go grind Shearer Ruins, no matter how good the drop rate is, right? Because the rings don't sell yeah. for a lot, and they're not going to be useful to somebody with two Tet Crescents. So, like, buff the rate a little bit and make it worth for the lower-end players to go there. And, you know, allow them to make a little bit of money or blow up a couple of rings if they want to. Um, That'll be sad. Do you see someone with like five Asula pieces and a pry eye of the ruins ring? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, this guy's priorities. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just want to. I, I also want those sea areas. What the hell is taking so long with the sea areas? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, back to your original question. Yeah, um, Sulfur Mines. Yeah, Valencia is really popular. Um, I don't care. It should be. It was designed to be. Uh, also, oh. Sulfur Mines is really bad and has always been really bad. Like, one of the worst grind spots in the game, honestly. It's arguably worse than Waragons. No, 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 no. No, it is, and I'll tell you why. If you factor in how much of a pain in the ass it is to get the Sulfur Mines compared to Waragons... It, you actually might consider it worse than Waragons. Because at least Waragons, it's just right around the corner. Like, it's really not that far away. You don't even have to go to Sandgrain to get to Waragons. It's before Sandgrain. People don't realize that. Like, you don't yeah. even have to go through Sandgrain. Uh, Sulfur Mines is literally as far, damn near as far northeast as you could possibly go on the map. Like, you could go a little bit farther, and there's just nothing out there other than, like, one or two NPCs. Yeah. One of the things, too, that sucks about Sulfur Mines... When I first started playing, and I was just looking at the map and seeing the mobs, and, like, Sulfur Mines seemed... Because remember back in the day, it said, like, it had level recommendations. Right. And it used to be, it used to be hard to actually level to 60, so when I saw Sulfur Mines... In Pilaku, I just was like, man, like I can't wait to one day be out there. I bet it's so much money. And then you like build up, you gear up, and you finally go out there, and you're like, wait, this sucks. I need to go back to Sassens. Yeah, right. Yeah, that that part's super disappointing. And now you spend all your time underground in Aquaman or Histria. Yeah. I spend all my time in a, in a forest killing furry lizards. Okay, the, are they lizards? I think they're like bears, aren't they? I thought they were... The big one is definitely like a lizard-looking thing. For sure. You gotta, you gotta turn your graphics up. 
it Dude, sounds like. I'm staring at one right now. He's definitely like a lizard thing. Which one? What's he called? The big ones. The the, the great warrior. Yeah, he's got like Have a you ever lizard seen a... face. You ever seen a bear with no hair? No, <laughs> doesn't look like that though. I think it does. No, there's no way. You're crazy. Either way, uh, sulfur mines would be the first place. The second place that I don't grind that I think would be cool to grind at would probably be, um, I don't know, man. I kind of like the cagtums. Yeah, I like them too. They're they're fun to kill. It's a fun area to be in. It's a very colorful area. I like what they did with the, um, like, occasionally, once you, uh, kill enough prisons or, or whatever, you free enough prisoners or whatever the event is, I don't remember, like, it'll just spawn a bunch of mobs for you to kill, like, uh, separately, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, the force comes in to stop you or whatever. Like, that, that's a, that's a neat thing, that they try to do something, like, a little bit differently, add something new. I don't know. It's kind of interesting place. It's a nice place. Um, but it's just kind of bad. I grinded there for a really long time when it first came out. Like, a really long time. Because I was trying to get the, um, the thing to make the blood red crystals. Because I was thinking I might use them. But I literally grinded there for probably like 20 hours and didn't get a single drop. And then somebody went there and grinded for like 2 hours and got one. And I was like, yep, yep, I'm done. I got two of those. Fuck you. They're so sick, dude. Changes everything. Um, I agree, yeah. The Blood Wolf place needs to be better. It's a cool spot. I also think Shira Ruins needs to be... I, I think they just need to put Elites in Shira Ruins, and it would be fine. Shira like Ruins... With a slightly higher drop. Uh, it's got a certain aesthetic to it. I don't like that aesthetic, but some players might. I don't know. Dude, I love it. I literally live, like, you know, southeast uh, Texas, southwest Louisiana. Like, mostly swamp. So... So you should feel at home there. Yeah, that's the issue. I don't want to feel at home in my fantasy world MMORPG. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the spots that I want to do is Navern Step. Like, that place has so many cool different mobs, and none of them are worth grinding. The only ones that's relatively worth grinding are the griffins and the wolves, but even then it's like supposed to be a, a Kaffir stone rotation which you can get a lot if you do the rotation, change channels, hit the leads, do the rotation, change channels, but you still can get more Kaffir stones just grinding matchums and then pre-ordering Kaffir stones Yeah, feather so, wolves are interesting, I remember when Camel 1 first came out, we used to grind uh, feather wolves a lot but, um yeah, they're just not that good. Like, they're okay. Not that good. Down the mushroom place, dude. Dude, Some the, mushroom place the mushroom place is, is perfectly good. fine. Nobody is needs it? to touch it. Why is it fine? Do you go there? Because that is the place to go for skill points. That is a skill point grinding area, and it is fine how it is. If you need to touch anything, like add a voodoo scroll, uh, like percentage chance to it because I don't think there's any at the moment so add voodoo scrolls and it'll be fine you don't need to touch it it's a great place for skill points man I keep telling people this and they keep telling me like I'm crazy and you can make just as much other places like once you go out there on an alt that you're trying to level up and you're like oh shit I need skill points 
and you go out there and you start grinding those mobs, you'll see, man, that place is insane for skill points. Ooh, but sheer ruins also kind of is really good for skill points too. Not nearly as good though. I mean, I didn't grind for sheer ruins for very long, to be fair. So I don't consider myself an expert on the place. But my limited time there made me go. This place is like a shitty crescent. It's like, it's okay money. It's okay exp. It's okay skill points. But really, like, unless you get the drop, it's not really worth it in any capacity. Right. That's what no, your ruins felt bad. to me. But I think I do think the skill points are good there, though they actually are good. I think they give the same as soldier, soldier's grave. Well, supposedly. What shrooms? No, no, uh, sure ruins. Oh, I was about to say, dude, shrooms is way more than shrooms, probably too. I don't know. Shrooms, trust me, as someone who was a firm believer in the uh, skellies for skill points, shrooms is way better. Like I was a non-believer. I was grinding. I was grinding skellies because Soldier's Grave is actually like a pretty damn good place for skill points. They're just a pain in the ass to kill. And then I forget who it was. I think it might have been Rich. He told me like, "Dude, go try Shrooms. Like it's really, really good for skill points." And I was like, "Eh, but like it's probably not better than Soldier's Grave." And then I went out there and I was like, "Holy shit, dude! It's so much better." And it, maybe it's not even that much better, but the mobs are way easier to kill, at the very least. Right. Okay, so what about places like... Like, if I open up the map and I look at Calpheon, and I get that Calpheon was a low-level area, but even for low-level areas, some of these spots are not touched. Like, Primal Giant Outpost, or Primal Giant Post. Like, why not change that to be a higher level area? Hey, man, as far cool. as I'm concerned, all of those people should be made regular NPCs. Those are my family. The Primal Giants are your family? Yeah, man. Look, they're my cousin. They're a little redneckish, all right? You know, they drag the occasional rudum through the street, you know, on the back of their truck. But, you know, mm -hmm. they're, they're family. When's the last time you spent two hours grinding at Troll Fortification? Troll fortification? Yeah, the anti-troll fortification. Um, When's the last time you were just grinding trolls? Probably not. I mean, I guess that's a... That might be a worse example, because people gather troll blood, but... Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Isn't troll blood actually, like, worth a little bit? A lot of life skillers go out there. But what about the Colossus? Like, the Colossus spot the is... So, they're so cool. Yeah, the Cyclops. That's what I was thinking. They're, they look so cool, and no one goes there. Those are really cool mobs. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, they just need know. to repurpose all those spots. They're just a useless waste of space on the map now. They're good for titles. <laughs> I forgot, let me go get my titles. Alright, I don't know. PBE, I, I just want more, I want more diversity. And, like, some of the spots... I mean, there's kind of still no reason not to be in history if you're, like, 261+. Plus. And history is really contested now. I mean, Manchwamps? Yeah, something in history, though, is just... It's less peaceful, but it's better. Yeah, I'm just at a point in my career where peaceful equals better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, right, grinded, let's move on. I grinded Schultz for like three months straight. 
You wanna know why? It wasn't because it's, it's not... good. Because it's not. <laughs> it's because literally no. nobody goes to Schultz. That's not peaceful, though. That's like... That's your misery. It's showing itself. No, that was honestly like one of the most like peaceful three months in my video career. I didn't see a soul out there. Like Schultz is still rel relatively new. Sorry, not Schultz. Uh, yeah, Schultz. There's place above Saucens, and no one goes there anymore. Uh, it's because it was bad from the start, and it's still bad. Like, I think, yes. if I remember correctly, when it first came out, somebody did up all the math on, like, your average money per hour there, and ironically, you're actually better off grinding Saucens than Schultz, as, as long as you have, like, uh, you know, five pets that are, like, T2, T3, couple maids, a horse to stack shit on, like, you're actually better off grinding Saucens. Yeah, that sucks. That really, really sucks. I think it's... Ironic. They come out to the, they come out with this place that's supposed to be a better Saucens, and Saucens ends up better than it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Outside of that, then we need like I know I think the new spot in Camasylvia is supposed to be a group grind or something. Talking about the Dark Knight area. Like a, is that what it is? It's like the raid spot. You go with like fifteen or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Is it Dark Knight area? I actually don't know where Dark Knight's supposed to be from. I think that's what it is supposed to be, like, in the story. Like, this is the place where, like, Helid, or whatever the first DK, was, like, exiled to. Whenever they were, like, exiled from the, uh, like, Camasilf, like, the normal elves or whatever. I don't know. I don't yeah. know shit about the story. You'd have to ask Bliss, but I'm pretty sure it has something to do like that. So, like, it's supposed to be, right. like, more foresty stuff, but, like, instead of, like, vibrant greens and stuff, it's supposed to be, like, darker, like, spookier kind of thing. Yeah. I guess think kind of like a Hex Sanctuary-ish type thing. Texas, you mean? No. What? Dude, just a bunch of uh, dead people. Yikes. In a swamp. Isn't Hex, uh, Hex Sanctuary kind of swampy? Or do they... No, maybe they don't have water there. Uh, yeah, no. It's more like a dead forest. Right. I don't know if oh, I yeah, would yeah. say it's swampy. It's like a dead forest. Swampy is, uh... Fogans. Fogans and sheer ruins. Swamp Fogans? Yeah. Like Fogans yeah. Fogans, not desert Fogans. Like, just Fogans. Right. I have an issue uh, with people that call them Swamp Fogans. They're just Fogans. It says Swamp Fogans on the map. I know, but they're just regular old Fogans. Uh, Swamp Fogan, dude. No, regular Fogans are uh, they're the ones in town that you talk to. Which Fogans are you talking to in town? <laughs> I have friends, okay? Oh, lord. Uh, Alright, let's move on. Let's go. Let's move on to this brand new mechanic with the uh, Black Spirit Rage skills that we're probably never going to get on our server ever. Probably not. If we do, I'll be a little upset. Would you be upset? If we Wait, got with these? With the Rage skills or with this wound thing? No, with this wound thing. I'd be oh, very okay. upset. 
All right, let me read through. I'm going to read through the exact details of this real quick. It's pretty short. And then we'll get into why it's going to ruin your life as a berserker. Yeah, pretty much. All right, let's see here. Okay, so it's a little bit complicated. I'm going to just read the notes, and then I'm going to try to simplify it as much as I can. So, you can now use Black Spirit's Rage to block enemies' HP recovery. You can, quote, wound the opponent with Black Spirit Rage skills. A certain percentage of Black Spirit skill damage will be inflicted as a, quote, wound. The wound will decrease the amount of HP that can be recovered. The wound will be recovered by 10 per 5 seconds. So I guess it does slowly come back over time. Damage over time and additional damage based on HP or MP percent will not inflict wound. Wound will be refreshed when the character dies. Wound will not be healed when the character is not logged in. Oh, that's interesting. Wound will start to heal from the moment the character loading screen starts. So, and it says, it has a little chart here. Black Spirit Rage skills. So all the new skills that we don't have, the Black Spirit Rage ones are 10, 25, and 50. And then we already have 100 and 200. So the Black Spirit Rage skill... Um, 10% will, the wound ratio is 10%. The 25% rage is 20% ratio on the wound. 50 is 30, 100 is 50, and then the 200 is 100. So, for example, if a warrior uses spinning slash with 100% wait, 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 black... Wait, 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 The 100 yeah. is 100? The 100 is 50 and the 200 is 100. But it's only 100% oh. of the damage you do, not of, like, their HP bar. So... For example, if a warrior uses Spinning Slash with 100% Black Spirit Rage to attack a Berserker with 5,000 HP, and the Berserker took 2,000 damage, the Berserker will take 1,000 wound, which is 50% of the damage. The Berserker will be able to recover his HP up to 4,000 HP using potions. And then every 10 seconds, or sorry, every 5 seconds, your wound goes up by 10. So after 5 seconds, he can recover up to 4,010 and then 4,020, and then 4,030, and so on and so forth over time. Or if he dies, it resets back to normal. Oh, how generous. So, I, I feel like this one upsets you because Berserker's in the example. No, it's because it's a huge nerf. Like, again, Zerker doesn't have, like, a shield to block with. It doesn't have a bunch of DR. It doesn't have a bunch of magic DR. Like, well, you have S-Block. Yeah, we have S-Block, but what I'm saying you can't just, like, put up your shield and block and just, like, tank damage like like a, a Valkyrie or a, a Warrior can. Also, Zerker naturally doesn't have as much uh, DR or evasion as other classes do. It has the lowest base evasion in the game and one of the lowest base DRs. So the only thing that makes Zerker tanky is a it's HP HP pool it has the highest uh, natural HP pool in the game and b its capacity to heal so now they're introducing this mechanic that literally just dicks over the thing that the only thing that makes Zerker as tanky as it is that's why it's annoying all right so how does it affect Zerker more than any other class though because other classes have other things that make them tanky like a warrior has their uh, has their block and their natural DR. Like warrior has insane base DR and a ton of DR passives, magic ranged melee DR passives 
that make them all DR focused. If you look at like a ninja evasion, like it's not reducing evasion. They can still evade just fine whether their max HP is 2,500 or 1,000, right? Like DR is still gonna work whether they're at 3k HP or 2k. The only the only class whose capacity to take damage is like directly being cut is Zerker. Like it just is. But but ten if ten people are hit by this, and it does a thousand damage or, or sorry a thousand wound, it still is going to affect everyone the same because a ninja for example only has three thousand hit points, which is two thousand less than a zerker. So now the ninja is going to be down to two thousand, while the zerker is down to four thousand. So it's still like going to be they're going to take a relatively similar amount of damage if you do it like based on percentages no they are no you're no you're absolutely right they are but the, i'm not arguing that the like damage taken or the wound given is what makes it worse it's the same it's the fact that again the only thing that makes zerker tanky is their capacity to heal and their large hp pool so now you're introducing this thing that stops those two things from happening, or at least happening as well, and you're preventing this class from being as tanky as it would normally be. That's like introducing a mechanic that automatically, whenever you get hit by this thing, it just like cuts your evasion in half, or it cuts your DR in half. Like those are the those are the things, the the traits that allow some classes to take uh, tank damage. Like, DR allows Valkyrie and Warrior to tank more damage than a lot of other classes. You know, Ninja and Kuno and their evasion, it allows them to not necessarily tank more damage because they aren't taking any damage if you evade the hit. But, like, if you all of a sudden introduce a mechanic where, oh, we're just going to take that away from you now because why not? It's like, well, why? That's the only thing that they have going for them. If you cut their evasion in half, they don't have a high base DR. They don't have a high, like, HP pool. Like, all they have is evasion, and now you're cucking them out of that. What are they supposed to do? It's the same thing with Zerker, except for its HP instead of DR or evasion. Like, yeah, I'm it, trying... it's going to affect everybody. It is absolutely going to affect everybody. It's going to, you know... Everybody is going to be annoyed by it. It's going to hurt everybody. I don't mean hurt in that it's a bad idea. I mean that, like, when you get hit by it, it's going to, like, force you to do things differently. But what I'm saying is that it's going to affect Zerker more because their capacity to tank damage is directly linked and really only linked to their HP pool and their regeneration. And no other class I, I is still, like that. I still don't... I don't buy it just because it's still, like... It's still going to have, even after a group of 10 people, all different classes are hit, the Zerker is still going to have the highest HP of all of them by a wide margin. Yeah. Because it's based on flat damage, not percentage. So it's not taking a percentage of Zerker's HP away. It's taking a flat damage amount on everyone. I would everyone. lose so my shit if it was percentage based. Yeah. So, I mean, like, the HP pool is going to affect a larger percentage of every class except for the Zerker. If anything, it would affect the Zerker the least. I, I just don't agree with that in any, like, at any point. I, I just don't. Like, the what makes Zerker tanky is the fact that you have, you start with 5k HP, and if you get down to half HP, you can heal back 5k HP. Now, all of a sudden, I can't right. heal back to 5k HP. 
Like, other classes like Ninja or Kuno, they're just as tanky at 1k HP as they would be at 2k HP because they have but evasion, that, and evasion is going to function the same. But that's not same. true, though. It is. The evasion but that's not is going to function still the like, same. Evasion does still function the same, but they still need an HP pool for the evasion to be worth it. So if someone only hits you three times with a thousand damage or whatever, and the evasion prevents one of those hits, so they only take 2,000. If they have 3,000 HP, they live. If they have 2,000, they die. Right, but that's what I'm saying is that rate is the same regardless of their HP pool. So they still have the same odds of surviving regardless of if they're at 1k HP or at 3k HP. I mean, at the end of the day, RNG is RNG, and when it comes to something like Evasion, where it's an all-or-nothing type build, I mean, it, it just... It doesn't really like. It doesn't matter. It, like it just doesn't affect the evasion rate. Like I see what you're saying that like you know they if they evade less hits then they're more likely to die at a lower HP pool. But like there's a reason Zerker has more HP than any other class in the game. And like I I, I agree. I'm not disagreeing with that. But like it still is going to have even like of the characters hit by this wound, it's still going to have massively more HP than every other character in the game. So it's going to affect, I think it's going to affect everyone relatively the same way. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We could go, we're going to go back and forth forever. But I think, like, <laughs> I don't even know if this change, I don't know if I like this change in general anyway. To be honest. Like, thinking about it, I just don't know what purpose it serves. Like, were um... people getting away and healing? Was that, like, an issue in large scale or something? I think... I just don't... I I don't know. I'm mixed on it. I like that they're trying to add new stuff. I think that's cool. I'm still confused as to why we don't have Black Spirit Rage skills in NA. Um, but, I mean, yeah. new, new stuff is always cool. You can throw ideas out there and see what the community's reaction is. Um, but I don't know if this is it. I don't know if this is the one. Yeah, it came really quickly, too. I, mean, I think it was on Global Lab for one week and then it was just live and that was like that. the game's already such a one-shot fest like everybody just one combos each other which i'm not complaining about i don't mind personally i know some people have an issue with it i personally don't mind it because i feel like that makes it a lot more um that makes your fights a lot more intense the fact that if you fuck up like you're done for so i, I personally don't right. mind it uh, as much as some other people might but like people just one shot each other or one combo each other i should say like so much already like, I don't see a real need for that, except for... The only thing I can think of is in large-scale PvP, when you have, like, a uh, PA versus PA thing. Like, because even when you're PA'd, you still take, like, maybe 500 damage when you clash ball v. ball, right? So maybe... Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe they're thinking something like that. I, I, yeah. I honestly have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know either. Like, would you use this in a 1v1? Uh, Would it even matter? It seems so weird. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. I don't think Zerker's Black Spirit Rage skills were that good, if I remember correctly, when I looked at him a while back. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's the, So, the other thing, too, is, like, this just is. Like, it's not like a choice you make where you choose, do you want to do wound or do you want to do more damage or anything. Like, Black Spirit Rage skills now just flat out, they inflict wound. Period. On all of them. Which yeah. is interesting. That's weird. 
to me. Like, if you wanted to add a mechanic like that, you should just, like, add it to the, like, some of the class's kits. Yeah. Like, just add, Give like, some, there's a lot of skills that are not used because they're kind of garbo. And if you have this new idea for this new, like, thing that could be done in PvP, why not add it to those abilities that, like, nobody likes to use? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting and weird. It's gonna... I guess it'll just make fights shorter after, like, you know, when a wizard or witch rotates their heals in, like, a node war or a siege. It just won't heal everyone as much, I guess, if well, people use the It's also gonna fuck DP builds, if you think about it. Whoa, what do you mean? Because they're not gonna be able to heal, right? Like, if you keep taking more and more damage from these Black Spirit Rage abilities and your max HP keeps getting lower and lower and lower and lower, yeah. you're just going to slowly become easier and easier to kill as time goes on as they keep hitting with you with more Black Spirit Rage abilities. Uh, that's true. Yeah, I wonder if they stack. They must, right? It doesn't say they don't. Yeah, they probably do. That's actually true. Actually, that could be a way to deal with the people that have those cancer fucking builds. You know, where you're fighting them for 20 minutes and yeah. they never die, I guess. But man, that hurts DP builds. That's just they're promoting AP <laughs> builds again. Yeah, I mean, that's no surprise, though. At this point, I've just accepted that, like, this company doesn't know how to do, how to balance the game around multiple builds. So they're just going to promote one build, and that's just AP. And that's just what everyone should do, because that's what's always going to be good, like, no matter what. And it might vary a little bit. Like, maybe one meta you'll have, like, a Tungrad earring, and then the next you'll have a Red Coral ring, but, or Red Coral earring, rather, but at the end of the day, it's still just AP builds are just what you want to use. Right. Yeah, it seems like a nerf to, to, like, the people that are just, that are already, like, 270 plus AP with, like, pen armors and Kafras. Because those people now, well, I don't know, but it also could make if you have one or two people like that in your guild, you can force the other guild to waste their hundred percent on that guy. Yeah. Or girl. Sorry. We don't discriminate yet. Yeah. I don't know, it's a it's the idea of it is kinda cool. I just don't know why. I wish it, I wish they gave a reasoning behind it. Like explained what they were thinking. Like maybe there's something we're just completely missing. Yeah, I mean yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Again, I like that they're doing this stuff. I don't know if this is it. Um, I'd like to know why they thought, like, hey, this is a good idea. Like, if they just threw something in, like, we felt that X because Y, so we're doing Z. Like, that would help a lot with me seeing their justification for, like, why they thought that this was uh, necessary or, like, a good thing. Maybe they don't have yeah. a reason. Maybe they're just like, hey, this would be cool, you know? Yeah. Now we just need an elixir that removes wound. We're good. Yikes, dude. Yeah, buy it in the cash shop. One dollar per, uh, per five. A hundred pearls for five of them. That'd be good. Um. Bet you they'd sell okay. those. Is there anything else? Anything else wound related you want to talk about? I'm trying to think the implications in a one v one. Like if I'm in battle arena, and we have any. the ten percent. Well. I'm thinking like Bloom, <laughs> like those Vation builds. Taking right. away, I could use like the 50% Black Spirit Rage, and then when I use it, it would 
wound him for 30% of the damage. Mm, I don't know. I think evasion is a straight counter to the wound. Because Maybe too, it, yeah. It's not going to do... A lot of it. Yeah, it, like, if RNG takes place, right? Like, that's the thing. DR is consistent, right? Like, you're always going to take reduced damage, but evasion is all or nothing. So, with something like evasion, if they manage to RNG their way of evading every single one of your hits, then all of a sudden you just burned, like, 25 or 50% Black Spirit Rage on this thing that you thought, like, was your trump card, and now it's not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. Hopefully we get the rage skill soon so we can experience what the hell's going on. Yeah, I mean, rage skills makes, do, do... Maybe this change makes context with the actual rage skills that we don't mm. have. I mean, a lot of them have, like, an extra hit and additional damage. Yeah. So even the 10, 25, and 50% ones hit pretty hard relative to the actual skill itself, but... I'm just thinking in Node where, like, a wizard... Any of the people that survive to a wizard's 100% now also have, like, 1,500 less HP. Right. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, my God. Dude, Catrice is pretty good. I've been grinding Catrice during this whole thing, and I got two Yonas Fragments already and two Ring Pieces. Oh, it's like 100 God, mil an hour. Why? I'm doing a field test. Oh, uh, no. For, for right, the, what's for the next podcast. on the agenda? Alright, I wanted to talk a little bit. I haven't played Shadow Arena probably as much as you, and you did like you did the beta test, I believe. Yeah, and you made a video, I, I a fun a video bit. that you were upset. Yeah. Have you played it a lot since it came out or not really? That video that you didn't watch, you fucking bitch. Um I played it <laughs> I played it a lot on like the very first day, played it a lot on the second day, and then I just kinda stopped. Um So you haven't played it since the patch came out? <sighs> what this patch? patch? This patch. Well, they added an interface that shows like your gear. They actually added a lot of different things to the Shadow Arena in this last patch, and they rebalanced a lot of the skills. Uh, I think I played a couple games, but like not a lot. No. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's pretty fun. But, yeah, right off the bat, I'm one of those people that every time a new game mode or type comes out, I don't really care because it just interrupts with grinding. But Shadow Arena both ha is super fun. I think only fun with a group. I don't like doing solo personally, but it's really fun to play with friends. And the rewards are actually pretty decent, considering how short the games are. I really, really like Shadow Arena, and I'm actually blown away by how popular it's been on the server since it came out, because I thought it was just going to be a dead... LOL, they're making a Battle Royale. That's sad. Our game I mean, is dying. Kind did of I thing. not tell you that it was going to be pretty fun to play with friends? You said it was going to kill Fortnite, if I remember. I definitely didn't. I definitely said, like, it's going to be kind of fun if you play by yourself and if you can play with squads, which I still to this day am confused why they only have three-man squads and a 50-man lobby, but whatever. Um, if you play with friends, it's going to be really fun. And it's How many should be, be in a squad? Uh, four. Four or five. Yeah. Like, every game in existence has had four or five-man squads. And to have a three-man squad is just kind of weird. And again, like, a three-man squad in a 50-man lobby. Like, why? That's so strange. That means at least one team, at the least one team is going to be a two-man. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> That's actually really funny. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So at least one team is getting cucked. Like you'll never have a game where everybody has a three-man team. It's just kind of weird. That is weird. Does it put individuals in there too, or it... or no? Uh, yeah. Uh, you can go by yourself, I think. Yeah, you can. Well, I, I mean, I know you can play by yourself, but when you play by yourself, are you against teams, or are you only against other people who are queued up for solo? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. There's two different games going on. There's the solo game and then the team game. And whenever mm -hmm. you sign up for the team game, it just takes whoever you have with you in your party. So if you have no one in your right. party with you, it's just going to be you in the team game. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Well, what do they need to do to keep refresh? Because for me, one of the one of the things that gets boring quickly is the map isn't that fun. And I also almost wish that I like that not every class is in there. But I almost wish there was like a season where like for four weeks it's these six classes, and then after four weeks it rotates or something like that. Uh, so me personally, like my ideal shadow arena, first of all, goes almost across the entire map. Like, I think that would be sick as fuck. Um, so more than, 50, more than 50 then? Yeah. Like 100, at least. Yeah. And make it go from, like, uh, all the way across Calpheon, all the way uh, across uh, Serendia. Like, that would be really dope. So, like, basically, like, two-thirds of the map, like, east-west ways. Um, I think that would be really cool. Also, they need to make a lot of um, quality of life changes, allow people to rebind their fucking keys, allow players to zoom out more than right at the top of their character's skulls, um, fix the spectating issue, because it's kind of weird. At least last time I played, it was kind of weird. Um, add more. Does it work now? Uh, so it wasn't if, working for If me. you die and you press release... If your ally is still somewhere near you, like within eyesight range, um, you can press F5, and it'll go to their body. It Like, you'll go spectate their thing for the rest of the game, basically. But oh, okay. if they've already ran away from you, like if you died on your own, it doesn't work. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, it's really weird. I don't know what's going on with it. Maybe they fixed it by now. But, um... Yeah, so a lot of quality of life things. Also, add more, more classes. Um, I think also add more abilities would be fun. Uh, add awakening weapons would be fun, I think. Like, you can find awakening weapons, and then that gives you access to more skills. And the awakening skills wouldn't be better than the pre-awakening skills. They would just be different. Um, and then add a system... So, this is kind of a two-part problem that could be solved at the same time. First of all, not having ultimate versions of abilities is really lame. Second of all, getting duplicates of the same ability over and over again is really lame. What you could do to fix that problem is you could say that a skill gets leveled up every time you loot a version of that skill. So, if I get one, um, if I get one like headbutt, it's just level one headbutt. And then if I pick up another headbutt, it goes to level 2, and then level 3, and then level 4, and then it goes to ultimate and absolute or whatever. Like, just right. as an example. Like, because duplicates don't give you anything, so you're wasting your time killing this mob, looting it, you know, all that stuff, to get literally nothing. Uh, and then also, having the ultimate versions of things is kind of, like, lame. Because you don't, uh, 
you know, get to do, like, cool combos or, you know, all that fun stuff with non-ultimate versions. You can't do, like, anti-cancels and stuff like that. So everything feels kind of sluggish. Everything feels kind of uh, lame. So, yeah, that's what I think they should yeah. do to, like, keep things, keep that going. Have you noticed, uh, well, I, I've heard a lot of people talking about how multiple teams in the same thing are just allied up and trading wins. Yep. Have you run into that at all? I haven't run into it, but I predicted it. How do they fix that? I don't uh, really play any other BRs, so I have no idea. Uh, ban them. Just ban them? Yep. It's no cheating. Warning. I mean, it's cheating. Well, they have you're... to put out a rules, right? Yeah, they Probably. have to put out a rules, but at that, like, you're cheating, right? So if you're cheating, that means you're saying you're okay with being banned. So yeah. now, ban them from the game or ban them from battle royale? No, ban them from Shadow Arena. I don't think you should you get your yeah. entire account banned. Just like you can no longer participate in Shadow Arena because you don't know how to play by the rules. Like, right? That's how it should be done. So, like, now you don't get to have fun with, like, everybody else. Or you have to log on to your other account. Please buy more copies of our game. Please, we're desperate for money. How do you even prove that? Like, how do you ban someone, I guess, if they do it multiple times, the same teams or something? Well, or I is mean... It easy to, I don't know. GMs watch those games. I mean, just like you have GMs running around in the world just, like, checking things out. Um... I remember, like, in the second or third month of me playing this game, I ran across a GM who was in the process of uh, banning a player. And what I mean in the process is there was someone who used some sort of service, some sort of bot, to farm on his account for him. And it, they had their character just running in circles, killing the same mobs over and over again. And the GM kept teleporting uh, the guy to him. And then every single time, the bot would just run back to the exact same place. And the GM was typing in chat, and he was like, Hey, man, you need to stop. You need to, I need to talk to you. And he was trying to just get him to, like, say something, right? He was trying to figure out, like, why is this guy not speaking to me? Because he already, you know, had a feeling or whatever that it was a bot. And then he just said, Bye-bye. Like, he literally said, Bye-bye. I saw him type, Bye-bye. And then that dude's character just gone, vanished. And I was like, Oh! <laughs> That's so toxic. Dude, I love it. <laughs> so, I mean, like, GMs watch, right? Like, they have people specifically just, like, meant to go around and, like, watch things. And if they see anything suspect, then, you know, they take care of it. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. Also, like, make a report function, obviously, would be, like, the really easy thing to do. Um, because GMs can't watch everybody at all times. So you form some sort of report function. If you get killed by some speed hacking swork or DK or something, you report them. It gets sent to, you know, Dom or Prolibus or Cacao, whatever their name is. I don't remember. Dom. I haven't heard Dom in a long time. Yeah, right. Look, totally new company. We totally didn't just rebrand. Um, and then they say, okay, this guy got reported. We're gonna, we got to watch him for a couple games. And then if he does it again, then you're like, okay, easy, ban. Yeah. I think if you're speed hacking in that game, you should get your entire account ban. Because if you're speed hacking in Shadow Arena, yeah. that means you're speed hacking in the regular game. I completely agree, yeah. That one should be like, if you're using third-party software to cheat, that's a whole nother level of... Yeah, you should just be out. I agree. 
That's so lame, too. It is so oh lame, my isn't God. it? Like, at least it's for, sad. like... It's almost sad. If you're using a speed hack for grinding, I'm like, look, I get it. Like, we've all been there. We've all been like, dude, like, I just want to, like, get my, like, stuff and just get out of here. I just want to hit, like, 61. I don't care. You know, look, I get it. We've all been there. But, like, Shadow Arena, man? Really? Like, you're that yeah. desperate? Like, That's sad. <laughs> that's so weird. Alright. I do want to... I want to talk real quick thing, but I need a, a 30 second intermission. I'll be right back. Emergency. Uh oh, emergency. All right, I'll keep yeah, him so busy. Take the rant. Yeah, All perfect. right, I'll be right back. I'll keep him busy. I'll keep him busy. Uh, so, hi. How are you guys? Hello. This is intimate time. Oh, that sounds really disturbing. Let's not call it that. Uh, how is everybody? Take this moment. Let's take this moment to go down into the comments. Oh, you know what we should do while Frosty's not here? Go down into the comments and then just compliment Frosty. Or be really mean to him. I'll let you pick which one you are. Just know that whatever you type in the comments about Frosty is what I'm going to decide what kind of person you are. So if you type something really nice to Frosty or you type something really mean, that's the type of person I'm going to consider you to be. And he'll and he'll just be really surprised. He'll be like, "Wow, people are really angry, or people are like being really nice to me in this episode, and I don't know why." And I'll be able to be like, "Because hey, I I don't think he watches these. I don't think he watches these." I watch the whole thing every time. Yeah. Oh no, you do. Yeah, just to just to see how stupid you are behind my back. Oh no! All right, plan to ruin, guys. I'm sorry. Um. Okay, I just wanted to find out if, because uh, we talked a lot about the balance on the last podcast, because the changes were upcoming, they were on the way. Um, now they're officially here, so I wanted to see if anything specifically stood out to you that you've noticed since it's come out, either with Ninja's Blade Spin or the cloaking or with the Warriors block cancels or Valk or Tamer, anything that changed. Kind of curious if you've not noticed anything already or felt anything different or something you like, don't like, or anything at all. What stands out to changes? I feel like there's a lot less ninjas running around. <laughs> oh god. There's definitely less kunos. Yeah, I just feel like I'm I'm seeing less of them. Like that's not a meme, like legitimately, I feel like I've been seeing less of them since the patch. Yeah, I do think a lot have have left. So have you tested some I know you're like re leveling your warrior, um, have you tested any of the block cancel stuff? So one of the things that I noticed with uh, a guildie is he was saying that it's actually been harder to get used to than he thought because some of the skills that, I don't know, like the the best example I can give is if, if you use grave digging, normally he would use Q, like if he expected to block after the animation, he would press Q so that way the moment grave digging is over, he'd be in block stance. So what he was doing is he would grave digging and then press Q and it would cancel grave digging and just go into block. And like that's been a little bit hard for him to get used to because of the muscle memory over the course of like playing for two years. Have you noticed anything like that? Uh, Where it's a little bit hard to get used to? As I said before we even started recording, I haven't mm -hmm. done dick all with Warrior. So I have not even attempted I any of the anti-cancels with the block or anything. 
Well, I know you went to one node war. Did it feel different? No, it felt very similar, except I got knocked on my ass a lot more than pre-PVP changes. God, here we go again. What? Maybe you should stick to... Maybe you should play wizard. Maybe I should play wizard. No, I'll oh. that super armor, man. <laughs> yeah, man, aqua jail. It's OP. Um... No, I, I, I'm still very. I haven't played around with it enough to really have a strong opinion one way or the other on Warrior currently. Aside from you get knocked down a lot more than you used to, which should be obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed with uh, Valkyries also complaining a little bit about it. I mean, Winter Valkyries um, not complaining. That's true. Like, the potential is there, but now you have to relearn a lot, I guess. Because canceling the animation of a skill you wanted to use early would kind of fuck things up, I can imagine. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I haven't really messed around with it much, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I actually also haven't noticed any ninjas. Or, okay, so fighting ninjas. I haven't fought any ninjas yet on my Sork since the change. But fighting on Mystic and Tamer, it it is funny, and also I feel bad a little bit when I see a ninja will stiffen me, and then there's this weird pause because normally they'd blade spin right there for the float, <laughs> and then they don't, and they're like they do something else, and either it's too late or it's like their combo is just completely scuffed because they haven't like adapted yet. That kind of shit is funny. Feels bad. I've seen that a lot. I've seen it a lot. Or they just will straight up use blade spin and nothing happens. So they stiffen me blade spin and then I'm out. Right, and then you just walk away like that was weird. Yeah. Mm, okay. Anyway, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no. How, let me see how long we've been recording. Uh, yeah, that's long enough. It's gonna be a little bit shorter. We predicted that it would be at the start. That's okay. Yeah. This is about as One long as you wanted it to be. This is an yeah, this is good. Hour and a half. This is, this this is what you time. always said that you wanted it to be, so. It's what I always dreamed of, man. This is all I ever wanted. <laughs> yeah? Not uh, not being in Vertex? Dude, being in Vertex is going to be so good <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> I don't think it is, man. I don't, I don't get to make my classic meme anymore. What's the classic meme? Oh, you know. Hexa Dead Guild? <laughs> the one that I don't get to use when neither of the Hex GMs are in this chat. Oh, Hex GM here. Yeah, man. I don't, right. I don't get to use yeah. that anymore. So the stock for the podcast is just going to drop, like, 500 That's points. It's 500 points a lot. I don't do stock market stuff. Hex XGM here? Maybe I'll go on the Siege podcast and do that. XX? <laughs> yeah, Hex XGM here. I just wanted to say. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. I think that about does it. We'll uh we'll wrap it up there. Nice little nice little bow on top. Uh make sure everybody you uh you say something really mean to Frosty. Cause he's uh he's leaving. He's leaving and he's never coming back again. He's leaving with both both middle fingers up towards the sky, and he's showing us his butt for some weird reason. I don't know why. It might be sexual. 
Is it sexual, Frosty? No, I just... I'm playing Anthem. <laughs> I'm a full-time Anthem player now. Full-time Anthem player? Dude, when that game comes out, the guild might actually be dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kimmin! <laughs> Die! Dude, that game is too fun. Dude, it's so oh much fun. God. I don't know how long it'll hold my attention, though. It, it won't. Yeah. It'll be short. I, I predict for me a month max, two weeks minimum. Yeah. Somewhere around there. That, that, I think it might be a little bit longer than that, but I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, that's it, guys. Frosty, you got anything for closing thoughts? Nope, that's all. That's all. I got no closing thoughts. I don't like to close out my thoughts with any thoughts. I'm good. Oh, leave comments, actually. That is my closing thought. I enjoy replying to those at the beginning of podcasts. So leave comments. I'm happy to answer them, even if it's argumentative, rude, angry, agreeable, nice, whatever. Let's I'm happy to reply to them. Alright. Well, that's it, folks. We'll uh, see you next time. Thanks for listening. Eight.